It is the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. This is the introductory music to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show, which indicates it's the beginning of today's version and episode of the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Are we clear? Entertaining information, informative entertainment, brought to you right here live from the Lodge Cast Iron Studio, Monday through Friday, posted each morning at 5 a.m. loyally. Loyally. I mean... She goes through an entire religious rigmarole. She, she faces Mecca, she prays five times, she, she brings out flowers and <laughs> lotus blossoms, and loyally posts it at 5 a.m., Pim Jim does, so you can be informed. The whole idea behind this podcast is to give you more information than you could possibly get in a full-length, boring-ass, drab, just full of buffoonery and repetition morning radio show traditional stuff i sat around with a bunch of other old radio folks some of whom are still in the business everybody bemoans what has happened to corporate media here in our local region our town across the country the old pros know how bad it really is and this is an attempt to try to turn the B-52, slowly but surely, to try to turn that big carrier out at sea, slowly but surely, back <laughs> in the right direction and get you more information in a shorter amount of time while still being fun. That's the one thing. Some of them are still information-centric, but they just forgot to have fun. So we want to try to do both here, and thank you very much for tuning in today. The bad weather has gotten here, as we knew it would, we have another one of those rivers. What are what are they calling them now? Oh yeah, atmospheric the, rivers, yeah. atmospheric uh, streams, rivers, floods, whatever. But it, it's a it's a cross country all the way from the Pacific Northwest, dipping down. We're on the very very kind of southern end of this snaking channel of moisture and high winds and storms. Don't forget the bomb cyclone that could be coming. There's always a bomb cyclone. <laughs> there's volcanoes everywhere. There's yeah. sharks with laser beams on their dorsal fins. <laughs> there's so many dangers in this world, and we're here to warn you about all of them. Don't forget it's Bigfoot season, too. The entire staff is here. Uh, we've been discussing how we're going to deal with the uh, upcoming holidays like everybody else. Um, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say right now, probably mark it down on your calendar. Russell's going to miss a couple of days next week. Mm-hmm. We will survive without him. Sorry. We'll miss him greatly. Uh-uh. Uh, but after that, we're going to do just like the rest of the world does, and we're going to take Christmas Eve and Christmas and that week before New Year's off. Um, okay. There's just, there's just everybody's – I've after 30 years of doing talk radio, I can tell you that the habit of listening – to something like a radio show in the morning or a podcast gets broken when your daily habitual routine gets broken. Yeah, somewhat. To, somewhat. To a, I, to think, a I think a podcast degree. is a little different, but mm-hmm. I'm, we're going to go with this for now. Yeah, she might be right, but we're going to take the week off anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, so you can mark that down. But we're here right now, and we are ready to talk about the important things of the day. Before we get started, before we get started, can I ask a question? Uh, Please. And I'm serious. I'm, I'm, I've seen the commercials now for a couple of months, and they're, they're, I mean, they're running a massive, massive array schedule of commercials. I don't know what they do. What is Noom? 
What oh. the hell is Noom? Uh, isn't that a isn't that a food thing? No, some kind of yeah. I think it's a nutrition app or something. I like believe that. It's, it is it's, too. It's a dietary thing, from what I can tell. But from what I can what I can also tell is it doesn't seem to have anything to do with food. Uh, it actually it, it's, it's they're not it's selling a, you stuff it's like, like a it's like a life it's coach. A get app. healthy again, you know. Yeah, it says of, it's a subscription based app for tracking a person's food intake and exercise exactly. habits. Exactly, but they're not selling you stuff like Weight Watchers or, or other programs like that. Like no, they're just selling you the meals. app. Yeah, they're, they're selling, selling they're, they're you. prepared meals. That's right. They're selling you the brain fry. No, I don't think they're, they're even selling you. Selling you um, they're, they're selling you self hypnosis to try to figure out why you eat so much. I don't think they're even selling prepared food. I think they're selling like recipes and things. That's yeah. what, that's my yeah. point. But they, they they keep talking about how it's deeper than a diet. It, it goes far beyond. Yes, it's a, a diet. lifestyle. It, it completely changes your life and the way you think and the way you act. Well, Noom, what a stupid name for something so important. If they can do that then get the heck away from nutrition and start dealing with some hate issues. Well, you start remembered it, with some you? political issues in this country that are really plaguing us. Everybody's so uh, addicted to their to their phones and live their lives through their phones, and they're trying to take advantage of that, is what I would guess, as a, as a, it's, as a life coach. There's, a whole, there, there's now therapy online. There's, mm -hmm. uh, I like there, that. There's multiple different apps of, of, of lifestyle Sure. Um, altering kind of behavioral uh, apps. This is just another one of those. I don't I know if they're doing. I don't know if they're successful. Join the Church of Scientology yeah, and get I mean, rid of my thetans, and I'd be all right. You, watch, you can watch a damn YouTube <laughs> channel for free that's and get the same I'm, thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. If all four of us know what I'm talking about, and we've all seen the commercials, and none of us know what the product or the service is, <laughs> there's something wrong. They're really uh, overspending their money. I looked right. into it a while back when it first came out, and decided no. I don't think so. This is the first I've heard of it, actually. The only other thing I want to say is uh, I took uh, Rebecca out, of course, who's still gimpy, and uh, I have to chauffeur her around town, and we went to a couple of different holiday get-togethers. One was her staff, very nice, up on top of uh, Whitehall Road, which is a place where most people don't ever venture. Oh, really? Yeah, the, the road that uh, Channel 3 is on that goes mm -hmm. all the way to the top. Uh, gives you a beautiful view of the the area, but most people don't ever have a reason to go up there. That would be Stringer's Ridge. Um, and then also took off uh, over to our old kind of stomping grounds, right next, literally right next to Yellow Racket Records. There's a new restaurant that is opened called Low Main. Mm. L O, like in Low Main the dish. And, and M A I N. But, but M A I N, oh, like the street, the words. street that it's on, and it's on the lower end of Maine. Is if it you're Chinese Thinking food? north and south. No, no, it's burgers and barbecue. Oh. And well, that's I can misleading. Tell you that it's, yeah. yeah, and it's an interesting name. But I go in, and we meet this group of people, and it's the scouting luncheon. It's the scouting committee that that that, that works for the Cherokee Council around here, and and I hear Slade. Slade on the jukebox, right? Really? On the PA system. Slade is an old, late 60s, early 70s, heavy metal band. Mm -hmm. All of their songs got picked up by Quiet Riot, Come On, Feel the <laughs> yeah, Noise, yeah. and stuff like that. And Mama, We're All Crazy Now. They misspelled their their their, 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 their song lyrics and, and titles uh, purposely. But they were a, a heavy rocking, kind of stupid band. They were really kind good, of a though. Uriah Heep. Yeah, they were fun. They were like Kiss. Yeah. Uh, just without the makeup. But not as dumb. <laughs> but they're, they're, uh, they're literally playing an album of Slade wow. over the PA system. And on the TV monitor above the bar is a clockwork orange. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep turning around during our meeting with the scouts. And I'm looking. I'm going, sure enough, that's an unedited version 
of a clockwork orange yeah, on the monitor. The it's a different place. It's a different place, and I like it a lot. So, <laughs> yay the from Maine. <laughs> you might, you might want to inquire about what they're showing on the monitor before you show up with the chillins. Next, we're playing Drag Me to Hell. There, 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 was one, there was a woman sitting next to me. I just kept looking at her. Eyes were so big. She was looking over my shoulder, and I said, I don't even know. I don't even want to know what scene it is. Ironically, she looked just like Alex did when he was forced to watch the films. Anyway, here I think we I go. feel much better now. All right, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. It's Friday, it's nasty, and it's going to be nasty all weekend. But we got tons of stuff going on that's going to be fun to talk about and, and good for you and your and out there. Let's get started the way we always do with Russell and a brief and casual look at the news headlines today. Well, Jeff, uh, Sabrina Smedley has announced that she's going to be running for the county mayor's position, surprising absolutely nobody. This comes after the <laughs> county mayor, uh, Jim Coppinger, announced that uh, he is not going to be running again, of course. She will be going, ag- uh, going up against Weston Womp and uh, Matt Hollander, the two who have already announced. They've both had about a month of time to campaign and raise money. The next election will see a vacuum in the county commission, however, which may be an even bigger issue than who's going to be the next county mayor because Ms. Smedley, Tim Boyd, and Catherine Jeter are all stepping out. They're not going to be running again. And there are an additional two seats being added onto the commission, meaning there's going to be five, count them, five open seats next election cycle. I'm running. Birmingham, you don't live in Hamilton County. I won't run anyway. Birmingham Highway was briefly closed down as firemen battled a uh, major blaze there. The fire department said on Twitter it does not appear anyone was inside the residence at the time, uh, though it was a fully engulfed uh, fire on arrival. The roadway had to be closed down because hoses were run across the street. And uh, finally, quickly, new details revealed after a man was killed and a woman was injured in a shooting on Cannon Avenue. The police were first alerted when two people arrived at the hospital in a private vehicle. They were then sent to the crime scene on Cannon Avenue. The police say that a car pulled up to the house and opened fire. Then a man came out and returned fire. That man was badly injured and was later pronounced dead at the hospital. Investigators are still trying to piece together who shot at who, and so no charges have yet been pressed in this case. And now from Ellis Island in New York City, it's Dave Hooker. Dave Hooker here, a little hoarse, but it's not COVID-19. I've been tested. So let's get to it. And it is more COVID-19. And it's not good, especially not good for the NBA and the potential Olympics that are upcoming. Any unvaccinated NBA player with temporary visa status who leaves the country can't re-enter because of the new mandates put in place by our presidential office. For example, a player who's not vaccinated against COVID-19 would be unable to re-enter the United States after playing in Canada. So he's going to leave him in Toronto. The same applies if an unvaccinated player travels outside the U.S. during the NBA All-Star Game. And speaking of, when you start to talk a way forward, we start talking about the Olympics, well, those players... Uh, those athletes be allowed back into the country. Very strange uh, situation, uh, not the most important by far of the co 19 topic, but it certainly is one that you want to keep an eye on. Again, we're talking about unvaccinated people. Jeff, Jen, I'll let you decide is it better to get for the team and get vaccinated so you don't have these distractions and all these issues, or is it better to? Stand by your guns. Not get vaccinated. You are a teammate, but you are a human being in charge of your own health first. 
Makes for an interesting debate. Dave Hooker off the Oak Sports. The upfront wrap-up, the first and I guess the meat and potatoes segment of this podcast and this daily show where we get as many important headlines, topics jammed into a short amount of space into your ear hole and into your brain as we possibly can, again, in an entertaining way, if at all possible. Um, Every segment we have is sponsorable. We currently have a deal going, and I said yesterday I wasn't going to mention it again, but well, one more time. Um, If you get in touch with Jen today, tomorrow, and come on between now and the end of the year, and we will give you all the way through the end of January, we're allowing basically a half price sale to go on yes come uh, on as an advertiser yes not as come a, on as, the show as a guest as, as an advertiser and uh, the segments themselves are sponsorable and we still have three or four that are open and we, we would love to hear from you one of the things too let me go ahead and get this plug in for the end of the show today yesterday i played a song in honor of the 41st anniversary of the assassination of john lennon and I got a tremendous amount of comment out of that because most people, as I expected, were unaware of that song uh, called Old Records Never Die by Ian Hunter, uh, the main man, the front guy for uh, Mata Hoople, and a huge, I'm a huge, huge, huge fan. And people listen to it. And the stupid social media networks that we have to deal with all the time, they didn't mess with it. Nope. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't flag didn't. it. They didn't, they didn't turn the volume down. They didn't, you know, penalize us. They didn't send, you know, hit Harry, the hit man out to break our thumbs or anything. And so we're going to continue to try to do that at the end of the show. At the end of the show, the way things work, you know, YouTube's got a real bad attitude, but Facebook often will just fade the volume out, you know, so if it's at the end of the show, it's the end of the show. You haven't missed anything, but I have another tune lined up today that is an exceptional song from somebody who just played here in town, and it will be connected to some of the topics. Thank you very much. Upfront Wrap-Up is brought to you by the Sports Barn. We've got three locations here in town. They've been going since 1979. I don't care if you want to play racquetball, basketball, handball, pickleball, if you want to swim in the pool, if you want to work out with weights, if you want to do spinning, if you want to do aerobics, if you want to do Pilates, if you just want to just do yoga, if you just want to just go down there and sweat in the the sauna, you can do any of that. Sports Barn's been there for a long time helping people get in shape. 1979, they must know what they're doing. All right, headlines. Mark Meadows goes from, I'm not cooperating to I'm going to cooperate fully with the January 6th panel, to nope, up, jupe, jupe, I, I fooled you again, and not only am I not going to cooperate, I'm going to sue you for essentially threatening me with a subpoena and and charges, contempt charges, and that's exactly what he's doing. So he has flip-flopped again. If you flip-flop three times, where are you, on a flip or the flop? <laughs> um, if it's a flip, then it's a flop. So he's on a flip now. He's on it, so well, he's flipped ha- out. Hashtag never forget, uh, he's selling a book. I know, and, yeah. and it's just amazing. The, the ch- former chief of staff, he fell on a sword needlessly for Trump several times, and then it turned out like he was actually going to step up and actually 
try to answer some questions for the American public. Strategic measures to sell a book. Yep, absolutely. So now he's filed a suit against Nancy Pelosi and everybody on the actual January 6th panel. That will help sell his book. All right. All right. Um, Last uh, level of interest in that whole line is very low. Well, last week or earlier this week, it was earlier this week, I guess, that I commented on Lauren Boebert. The congresswoman from Colorado, Miss GD, yeah, whose whose butt looks good in jeans, uh, and that's one of the reasons she's a big fundraiser for the Republican Party, even though she is a worthless politician, worthless politician. She's about to become of even less worth because guess what? They're gonna they're gonna Margie her. Uh, she's gonna go straight into the Margie category of somebody who, for whatever reason. Seems attractive to Joe Sixpack, blue collar, you know, worker GOP guy out there because she wears denim and she carries a gun, but she's going to be stripped of all her committee assignments because she's a hateful, spiteful person. Until January of 23, and she might be Speaker of the House. And hateful, <laughs> spiteful, you know, people That'd be fun. So get a lot of attention these days, unfortunately. Did you watch the Randy Rainbow I sent you about Marjorie Taylor Greene? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Well, no, I didn't. we're not going to talk about it. Actually, Marge might be speaker, though. We're not going to talk about it. I'm going to send it to you again, okay. and then I, I may post it. Okay. I, I'm not sure what that what all that entails, but I'll be happy to look. I try to look at everything No, you don't. I send, send you stuff, me. and you do not look at them. I do. Even when I say, please watch this. I do. No, I you do. Don't. I do. I just don't know oh, that one. Okay. I don't know that one. Mm-hmm. All right. Scott Peterson, why is he on trial again? Who's Scott Peterson? Scott Peterson. Lacey Peterson. Lacey Scott Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. Yes. Peterson. He's, on, he trial again? he's on trial again because there was some mix-up with the... Um, the uh, he killed his wife 20 years ago. He killed yeah. his oh. wife, an unborn child whose name was Connor. And there was a mix-up with some of the... Uh, what are the people called again? The jurors? The jurors. Thank you very much. Yeah, those jurors. And they uh, pulled... Glad you're not our legal correspondent. They pulled back <laughs> the... Um, 12 angry whatchacolics. He had been on death row for 17 years. And... Uh. There was an issue. Why did they just they, kill him already? They pulled that back, and the, he's had a retrial, and now this is part of my, you know. There's been about 15 uh, Lifetime movies around this since yes. then, and the FBI now, files and now, the E, and, you know. That he now has of. life in prison. It was too difficult for oh, well, Lacey's lame. family to go through again and have a new trial. Um, I didn't know any of so, this. I, I saw that it was trending on Twitter, but I didn't I just, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't Well, sure I remember it when it happened, so it's it's... I you do know, too. Yeah, it's I mean, still it just pretty. it was it was one of those cases that got everybody's attention because she was pretty and blonde. Oh, like no, John she Benet was Ramsey. not. She was a brunette. She was pretty, pretty and brunette. He was an, a fairly decent looking guy, and the problem was that he showed absolutely zero remorse. And well, that's he, what psychopaths and do. What he did was that's why we put her in jail. Well, you got to watch out for those good looking guys because they'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason. That's the reason I have so many friends. Because I'm butt ugly. Uh, so, all right, Canada, Australia, and the U.K. have joined the United States in the diplomatic boycott of the Olympics. Oh, you got me all excited there for a second. Beijing says, nanny, nanny, poo-poo, we don't care. Send your athletes. It's up to yeah. the athletes to go but if then, they want to go. The Chinese have the nerve to say, well, you weren't invited anyway. It's like, yeah, yeah, they were. What are you talking about? <laughs> the world's invited. <laughs> I don't think they understand things over there. I, I really I, I agree because whoever they pay to post on Twitter, they're like diplomats. They post the most like vile, racist stuff on Twitter. And, and I'm you like, know how they how do you get away with that? How they read from the bottom to the top, from the right to the left. That's messed them up completely. They need they, they need <laughs> they to keep just reading start all over. of our statements yeah. backwards. Yeah. yeah, there's no no wonder they're they're, they're confused. <laughs> 
All right. So the Senate has repealed President Biden's uh, vax mandate on private businesses doing business with the government. Right. It still that, stands with government contractors. That was but. an overreach. I think we all could agree. Oh, I'm fine with that. Yeah, get that out of yeah, here. Don't that, do that. That, that was, that was that's political suicide is what that is. Well, yeah. I don't know what they're doing. The it, unions especially were yeah, angry about that. political suicide. This will come into play a little bit later on, just a, a hair, but Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, who survived a, a recall vote, uh, has said that the state of California will become the nation's abortion clinic if that's the way it has to go. If Roe v. Wade goes, the state of California will be open to provide that medical treatment for women who are seeking it. But of course, what does that mean? That means that you means have to get to 49 California. 49 other states. Yes, exactly. Uh, you just now uh, laid a four to $5,000 bill just traveling, getting out there and staying there for two days, which is exactly what it would probably take to get done uh, you know, it's just, it, it, it's for him and his political stance and his circles, that was a powerful thing to say and a statement to make. But in reality, that's not going to happen. Yeah, everyone sort of went, ah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it's more political posturing, but l lucky for him that LA and San Francisco are so huge. There's a lot of red ass country bumpkins out in California, too. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. that, that, that state doesn't go the way that many people think it does liberally or progressively or democratically as you think it's if just you, those massive two cities real three san diego throw them in, in, yeah. in there too well the la riots made a lot of people quite red <laughs> as well yeah. now um the by the time you are hearing our voices um there will be and we do not know right yet i'm sorry sometimes we have to just admit uh the timing of recording versus reality uh, there will be a new superintendent for Hamilton County Schools. That is right. By mm -hmm. the time you hear this tomorrow, uh, as we're recording it today, um, you, you know, well, I've already, I'm right about the weather. The weather's going to be crappy. Uh, but I didn't see that. They're making that decision yeah, by, by the end of the week. Today, yeah. today, yeah. today, today, at the end of the, this day, out of the three that they interviewed, one of them's going to have the gig. Uh, Antonio sparks is the name of the guy that was killed in this shootout mm -hmm. and you rarely hear them use the phrase shootout yeah it's usually it was, a shooting on it was cannon road yeah yeah but there was a 42 year old woman and this guy's like 21 mm -hmm. he's dead she is wounded and when i hear the word shootout it gets my attention it makes me wonder how many people or and or and or firearms were involved well at least and two in, and in how many directions were shots being fired at least two yeah uh they, 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 there's there's clearly more going on there than we well and the we fact that no one's thought. been charged yet also uh adds some interest to it i mean was it a case of mutual combat who knows i don't know uh we have had three fires uh, apartment fires in the last 10 days mm -hmm. that have displaced 60 people. Yeah, and I think the uh, cause of one of them was recently revealed to be a space heater next to a blanket. Every... I what do we have to do? The other one was caused by somebody frying something but then leaving it cooking and going to the store. Yeah, that happens a lot. There in was a one frying situation. Yeah, yeah that, and yeah. that that was at the water maybe water, at a Waterford crock yeah. pot. I can understand. Well, but you're not no, he was actually frying he was frying something. But in his defense, his brother or his brother-in-law or whatever was outside. Oh, sorry, I, I guess he didn't tell him, "Hey, I'm going to run to the store, but the stove's on." 
<laughs> hey, don't forget I got the the fryer running with hot grease everywhere. I'll see you guys later. Yeah. All there right. was one where a, a poor woman fell asleep. Oh, she was an elderly lady. Fell asleep while her oven was on, and it caught on fire and burned down her apartment. I mean, it happens. I, but it, it's. Uh, I mean, what do we have to do to get you guys to understand the nature of space heaters? <laughs> yeah, they when catch on fire. When you buy one, they warn you. There are warnings all over them. Every year, Calvin Sneed comes back from the dead <laughs> and does warnings <laughs> to everybody out there. The better business bureau space heaters kick on at a certain temperature and they will set whatever's next to them on fire and especially and you know what fire where, where fire. am i going to store this dusty old afghan for, that my great-grandmother gave me hmm covered with dog hair right here next to the space heater of course <laughs> where should i put this stack of old newspapers i got are... some old pine lighted kindling here yeah. i just got i got nothing else to do with it. i'm gonna whittle on it later i'll put it next to the space uh, you're gonna whittle on it <laughs> never heard that expression yeah whittling yeah. <laughs> put the uh, hey put the just move the gas can over by the space heater. yeah It'll please get that get kerosene bring it on bring it on bring it on it's it, not hot enough don't splash we have some, some gas on don't it. we have some western okay. oil don't we have a gallon of western oil somewhere <laughs> <laughs> ammonium nitrate uh, I, uh, all right well, the, heat, somebody, up the, heat up the oil rags they get stiff yeah. somebody went to the fox headquarters and set their christmas tree on fire yeah that sucks and uh war on christmas it's the is war real, on christmas. yeah there you <laughs> I knew it. thank you brian go ahead it's the war on christmas you're not allowed to say merry christmas nowadays people are taking it personally it's bright going, and living color <laughs> setting those trees on fire those Yule logs are now standing up and they're decorated. It's the damn Irish. They're always blowing things up. Um, I was a little bit, uh, well, slightly entertained and majorly grossed out. Do do, do a search, somebody, real quick while, while we're, we're finishing right. up here. Find find one major piece of legislation one that Marsha Blackburn has of. actually signed off on and been the, been the uh, the person Marcia that introduced it Blackburn that she could get credit for. Marsha Blackburn. I, I, I think the answer is you're not going to find that. There's not going to be yeah. any. One. What's the question? One major piece of legislation one that, that she sponsored. Major legislation that uh, she sponsored and pushed through since she has been a senator. And, and the reason I ask this is because the only time you see her her straw like broom hair is when she is being an actress. She has acting chops, and it's always when the cameras are rolling and they're grilling somebody. When the Senate is grilling somebody, they're on the hot seat, and they had the guy from Instagram up there yesterday. And of course, just an easy target, an easy, you know, setting for her to take off her glasses slowly and lean forward and be all serious. Wow. And let me tell you something, mister. I'm a senator of the United States of America. And when I speak, people listen and people hop to it. And you better start taking us serious. She is just an actress. She does nothing. Well, Jeff, I uh, searched for one major piece of legislation that Marja Blackburn has signed off on and sponsored and pushed through since she's been a senator because that's what you told me to search yes um I, it just came up with her congress.gov website there you go she sponsored the she, uh, she has a website that the government made for her. s.3268 well, improving memphis's supply chain act i don't know if that Woo! actually went through Woo! god laws the laws of thank you marcia that's the only one i see that onward to opportunity <laughs> act she family sponsored. in memphis were dying because of the supply chain problems 
Oh, Why are you putting on the party ring voice when you do that? Uh, she sponsored the Keeping Our COVID-19 Heroes Employed Act. Oh, oh yeah, it's for like the nurses and stuff. Uh, yeah, and, and that and and I'm sure that that really was swimming against the grain. She sponsored taking some heavy chances. A bill to establish an Inspector General of the National Institutes of Health Act. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. because she's anti-Fauci. So anyway, she 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 leans into the to the guy, and she gets her prerequisite once every quarter, you know, fifteen seconds of TV time, looking like she's important because she's ripping into well, a guy she's, she's who per- showed up there to get ripped into. She's performative exactly like everybody there. else these yeah. days. It's, yeah. a, it's a television show. It's it's the Real Housewives of, of Los Angeles, and then after that is the uh, the, the Senate hearings. C-SPAN. Yeah. C- did you watch C-SPAN it's last new, night? Yeah, oh my God. Did you see who talked on, for 35 hours on C-SPAN last night? A couple oh of quick God. ones very fast. One is from the rumor mill. Rumor mill only. Well, that's the White House press pool. This comes from a very, very reliable source. John Thunder Thornton is buying the Anchor Inn over there at Hell's Bar and property across the river and hmm. is doing a new development on Etna Mountain. Hmm. Is it so going to turn it into another karate studio? It, no, he's going to turn it into another, <laughs> you know, Highlands, uh, Etna, Ridgeview, you know, super gate-guarded community that we will never hmm. be able to access. And if you remember the battle for Etna Mountain, it had been for years and years and years a draw for off-roaders, for oh, four-wheelers. Oh, I thought you meant during the Civil War. It's like, I don't no, remember that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, it was, it was. this is where they had gone back when it was just Blazers and Broncos, and then there were Jeeps, and then there were, you know, other, you know, I mean, off-road vehicles specifically designed, and Etna Mountain was the place, and it's going to get turned into another place where only the ultra-rich get to go, and you will never visit unless you have to go up there and do some yard work for somebody. But they have a lovely golf course. That is the rumor mill. And here is my question before I wrap the uh, front wrap-up up, and if you guys have anything, you can jump in here with it. Nope. Uh, the uh, Tennessee Prevention Alliance has been given a $500,000 grant to help battle this epidemic of overdoses we're dealing with, mm. which is wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. I just was wondering what would happen if I took one of those containers of Narcan (laughs) that all the street officers have with them now and all the EMT and fire people have with them now when they come up on somebody who's having an opiate overdose Mm -hmm. and they just hit them with a Narcan and it's a nasal spray, if I'm Mm -hmm. not mistaken. What happened if I just took one of those things and just snorted the hell out of it? And I'm just standing here just like I am right now. That would be a rush of adrenaline, would it not? Would it? I think so. I am asking. I don't know. It seems like they give people Narcan. It would be like an EpiPen. They give people Narcan at like the drop of a hat. You know, someone like thinks that they may have possibly seen fentanyl and they give themselves Narcan. And it's not not inexpensive. It's not always an inhalant because if the guy is overdosing and out, then it's an injection. Yeah, it's an injection. But that's my point. I, 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 I used to say the same thing when... Um, um, somebody was trying to quit smoking, and they take those patches and put them on. Uh-huh. I said, "What if I took one of those patches, just put it between my cheek and gum, and it sure did feel relaxing in there, like some beech nut, and I just chewed on it for a little bit? <laughs> I mean, what would happen?" He said, "Well, you would get violently sick. Yeah, uh, you would have a rush of adrenaline yeah. through your body. It you is would a nasal get spray. This massive, you know." How do they get, um, them, to, they get energy, them to inhale it? Thing, and then There's you would no start way. vomiting. Yeah, well, if you're out, you're still breathing. You're breathing. 
You're breathing. You okay, can still so, literally. So you, the, you could hold. You could so hold their mouth overdosing. shut and 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 basically just force it into their nasal. The passage. shallow breathing is going to suck enough in. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't take much. I mean, it's an it's a, it's it your has its own propellant. Yeah, the propellant's going to send it up to the back of your Is head. Is it a squirt? Have you never hit a dress tan a little bit too hard before? No. Oh, you feel it at the back of your eyeball. Is it a squirt? Eyeball. Is it like a yes? A, okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah, it's just like the freaking. But like, nobody that really knows. Thing. So if I take Narcan, would it make me high, <laughs> or would it make me just agitated, or would it make me pass out? I Why? Have no idea. Why are you asking? I'm Jeff? just. I just wondered. <laughs> well, I've got one on me. Let's see. I just <laughs> try it out. Right. Uh, but no, a nicotine patch would you would just have the effects of nicotine, and since you've never smoked before, you would no. get you'd really sick. Yeah, yeah you'd be only, messed up. The only other things I, I got here is they're still wondering why vaccine equity is such a problem in the country, why so many black people have not been vaccinated in comparison in communities with the white population. Because they're suspicious and duh, they have every right to be. I could easily put this in the duh category. And yeah, it wasn't too long ago that there was yeah. quite a bit of. They don't trust. They yeah. don't trust people giving them drugs, and we have earned that reputation as yeah. the majority population in this country. From the CIA dealing crack in to the my Tuskegee lifetime, experiment. yeah, and Tuskegee. That's what I was trying. Yeah, to my, yeah, my certainly my parents' lifetime. I mean, this they they've learned that they're guinea pigs over and over and over again. The and Jews it's, it's, don't seem to mind it. We'll, well take a vaccine any day. Well, that was longer ago. Mm. There, 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 there's, there, and that's what? actually an interesting comparison. Yeah, no kidding. That we could get, we could get it's into. It's the a little one bit more. Jewish comparison that actually uh, makes sense. Uh, well, you space lasers, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, no, but I think the the Nazi regime is gone. You know, there, there yeah, are. but any... that's not that's not preventing certain people in Congress from comparing. Well, yeah, but the COVID situation to right, but that's... concentration camps and. No, I know. I'm not agreeing with but that. But the United that's, States that's government dumb. never never actually mounted a campaign where they forced the Jewish population to take something against their will which right. was harmful to them. That's that what I'm of. saying. That's what I'm saying is like which the Nazis Nazis are gone, but the American government is still here. Except for down in North Georgia. Hey now. The 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 <laughs> American government is still here, the same entity that forced this upon these these poor victims. So, you know, there's still it's the same people. Yeah. Last thing today here is with the Chattanooga Drive-In Show live from the Lodge Cast Iron Studio continues. I'm going to just slide into the upfront wrap-up is this. It was on this day 30 years ago that the USSR was completely demolished as we know it. Yay. Mikhail Gorbachev basically walked away from being president of the Soviet Union and became again just president of Russia. The hammer and sickle flag was lowered over the Kremlin, and this was after a meeting of three Slavic republics at a hunting lodge on this day in 1991, and with a stroke of their pens, they basically said, we're going to be coexistent on our own. Mm -hmm. We still you know, love our Russian neighbors and big brothers, but we are no longer part of the USSR. How, how different are things now than they were 30 years ago, really? Not or, really. Well, quite, uh, depending well, on... Well, I mean, Russell, I know we can dive way into <laughs> this, but I'm talking from a macro, just uh, kind of, or well, maybe more micro, Every, just overall, how different is the USSR than Russia? Some of the there. satellite uh, nations... To the average like, person walking around. Well, like right now, Not Belarus much. is a perfect example. Sure. Poland, you know, uh, which had been part of Russia, wasn't, was, wasn't, was, wasn't. Uh, again and again, <laughs> they they were open 
open to show their disdain and hatred for what had happened to them in the past. But you know what? If Think it got Poland. down time to it, if we launched a missile, guess what would happen? Poland and Belarus would be part of Russia again so fast it would make our heads spin. I mean, 30 years is barely just a little over a generation. We have 120,000 I mean, Generational change doesn't happen in one single generation. Yeah, right. ready, ready to march into the Ukraine and take it back over again. It's just not that difficult for them. No, it wouldn't be that difficult for them, but they would be very mistaken in involving Poland because Poland's a ma- member of NATO. All right. Thank you so and much for listening. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. An opinion, that is. And most of them stink. All right. Everybody's got one. It packs a wall up in the background there. An anonymous donor has chosen to invest in the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Give the advertising time that comes with it to a couple of local charity organizations and we're still needing to get a couple of representatives in here from uh, a step ahead and habitat for humanity to fulfill our end of the deal and uh, we will do that here in the next week and a half before the the holiday arrives we will have that done oh, um, hmm. croatia's a member of nato too i didn't know that there you go uh, and that's you know that's one of the big things right now is, of course they do not want they do not want the Ukraine to become part of NATO, and that's that's a big part of the deal. Yep. Um, here is here it is. And I said I said there would be a, a a link here again. My least favorite topic, but it just is so much in the news today. You can't avoid it. Roe v. Wade. 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 My God. Roe versus Wade. It's like what 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 do we do when we're out in the middle of the lake and we drop our oar? Uh, you know, in, in the John boat, we row with something else or do we get out and wade to shore? <laughs> uh, and, and it, it, this, this has just been on the front page for weeks now as the Supreme court takes it up big political opinion piece. And the USA today, today loss of row would hit people of color most. All right. There are people here and hearing that and they're going, my God, what cannot be made racist by the media? The media, that's just what they do. You guys in the media, everything is seen through the lens of race. But think of what we just said. If California becomes the nation's abortion clinic, who is going to be able to afford to travel there from Mississippi or from New Jersey or from North Dakota to go get an abortion in the time frame where it would still be legal? Not people of color who are generally under the income line and it's going to drive up the cost of the procedure itself the high, too. yeah the cost of the procedure is going to skyrocket the number of doctors and nurses and practitioners I mean, it's not going to be possible and locations that will be willing to deal with the constant demonstrations the death threats they will they will it's just going to make it virtually impossible for an average person, woman, to be able to get this procedure done, it is going to be completely impossible for a woman of color who lives below below the poverty line to be able to get one. And, and so therefore, the, the law will become inherently institutionally, sorry, you, you know, you know, uh, creative, whatever race theory people out there who think that there is no such thing as institutional racism, this will become the newest example. 
Sure. Also, lots of people who don't have health insurance, you know, that's another issue too. But this is a giant step back for women, generally speaking. Not only is this going to be hard on anyone in this predicament, it's going to cause women to resort to back room, tactics that back happened way back in the sure. day, like the coat hanger, a crone with a cetera, stick, a twig, etc. Right. And in the day, it's just a tax on the poor and the dumb is what it is. It's a tax on the poor and the dumb. This is not an issue that middle class and above middle class America has to deal with on a nearly as much basis as the, as the poor and the dumb and the poor and the dumb cannot don't have resources the middle and above do again the one one out of four women that's 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 what we're told i'm looking here 2016 the last time they did the study two-thirds of abortions were performed before the eighth week nobody seems to be worried about the eighth week uh, only 12% occurred after 13 weeks. The eighth um, week is when women typically find out. If they find out sooner than two, that. Two cycles. Yeah, if they find out sooner than that, it's, the, you know, the, that's the, early. The case that is up in front of the Supreme Court right now, Mississippi, if this goes through, a Mississippi resident seeking an abortion would have to travel about 400 miles one way. 400 miles one way to be able to get to a place that actually would perform an abortion. Maybe. If this happens. Maybe. It's already would. 80. No, what I'm saying is they may travel that, that far and get there and may not be able to get to get one. Said um, Diana Green Foster, a demographer, uh, as in working with demographics, mm -hmm. and professor at the OBGYN department at the University of California, San Francisco's Bixby Center for Global Reproductive Health, led the Turnaway Study that found significant harm of being denied an abortion. Those include increased chances of economic hardship and insecurity following birth, having to stay with a violent partner right. or raising a child alone, and threats to the financial well-being and development of children who are already in the home. And if everybody out there who was so anti-abortion would go ahead and get on the uh, uh, adoption list, it would make the world a better place. But we know they're not going to do that because they're all full of it. Basically, they just get to feel better about themselves for shouting about something that is none of their business, and it just makes them feel better and puts a little chip on their shoulder, and they can hang out with the rest of the cool crowd. They're not going to actually adopt these poor little kids. They, 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 they all the act like they're going to. children would get put into the system. They all act like they're going to, but they're not. Right. It's not going to happen. So there you go. It will become the nation's latest and greatest example of institutionalized racism, which we then won't be able to talk about in school. Thank you very much. The duh category. We've already blown past a couple that we could easily use. Let's just go ahead and do it. Go back to drugs for a second. Back to drugs for a second. Is anybody, how could you possibly be surprised that drug use is up in this country? <laughs> uh, first of all, the duh category the segment brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. And thank you to Dax Turner out there for doing the wonderful job that he does. Um, it's just real simple. This is just a, a poll, a Gallup poll, plain old Gallup. And in 1995, 19% of Americans said drug abuse had been a source of trouble for their family at some point. 19% in 1995. 
right, I've been doing talk radio for a couple of years. Had uh, you know, had a had a had 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 a couple of kids. Was living a very different you know life. Younger, young. I, I was you know a little bit older than you are now, Russell. Nineteen mm percent. -hmm. It's thirty-two percent now. Wow, a full third. Just call it a third. I think people just might be more truthful now. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna. I was gonna ask that. that I think was my that's next a good point. That was my next question. Yeah, is as all of the the hullabaloo. Now keep in mind, in '95, the opiates weren't out there the way they are now. I mean, most of the drugs were were illegal. Yeah, drugs you still had to work drugs. really hard to get some yeah, of those oxys. They were back just then. beginning to get out there. But I mean, this the part of what I, I wanted to say here on the whole Duff thing is it's not going to ever stop as long as families like the Sacklers don't do any jail time. Mm -hmm. I mean, the money that they have to pay is an enormous amount of money, but it's nothing compared to what they have. They're not going to be, their lifestyles will not be the least bit negatively affected. They're not losing property. They're not losing freedoms. They're not going to jail. They're not going to get raped in the shower. They're not going to have to have an ugly roommate every single night that beats them up. They're not going to have to eat bad food. How are you going to get through to these people when all they have to do is write a check to get out of trouble? One thing that I am happy about the Tennessee's done, a positive move on their part, is that someone who uh is a dealer to someone who dies of an overdose can be charged with second degree murder and that's a good way to get some of these dealers off the streets if it were up to me they'd be publicly executed but that's not on the table unfortunately well uh and, and the thing is i've also always said I've, I've never been for legalization of drugs in the sense that the government would take over and go into the industry and tax it that's no. it, that people have always thought that if you're if you're uh, if you're not you know for harsh punishments for drug users and dealers then you must be for the idea of the government taxing it and making money from it because they can't stop it anyway no it, there's actually just the decriminalization get the government out of it completely as much as you can deal with the individuals let individuals make decisions if nobody's being harmed and nobody's being harmed but there would be a difference in just casual use and dealing it right and making money from it when you know harm is being done and that's street dealers selling fentanyl and that is purdue yeah and the sackler family well that man that's as that's as libertarian as a thing as you said in yes. the, the last month yeah. um and i don't necessarily <laughs> yes. disagree with it I'm all for government taxing the hell out of it. Tax it, sell pot in Denver and tax the bleep out of it. I'm totally for that. Well, and, and they do, and they've and got, it makes, they've it got makes money. It, it makes it prohibitively more difficult to get involved with the higher you tax. Well, Cigarettes, all these things, do that. I'm fine with it. I'm problem, totally fine with that. The problem arises then with competitive pricing because taxes ri uh, uh, drive up the prices on the legal, legal stuff, right? Um, so yeah, people okay. are going to go where they can spend the least amount of money if it but can I mean, get that could drive the black market even more potentially which it does but, yeah. a lot of what you just said yeah. though i think is also true because the stigma has come off of it to a degree mm -hmm. as sometimes there's been too more much. and more coverage and now when you have a third of the people being polled saying that it is an issue in their family tell what what is a bigger problem there isn't one. Is there actually. a bigger problem in the country right now? Uh, no. Alcoholism, I guess. And I guess the reason maybe yeah. I have that opinion is I know a lot about beer and liquor tax laws. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they're different state to state. And some seem bizarro world and some don't <laughs> seem bizarre depending on what you're used to. 
taxing is is through the roof in Tennessee, especially, but many states through alcohol, they're making the, the bukus of money. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that, except for uh, certain things depending on you know day to day operations of, of my day job. But we were. I don't, I'm not like don't tax this. No, you shouldn't tax this so much. Don't tax the hell out of it. I don't at care. the at the gathering uh, last night at the uh, the the low main that I mentioned earlier today, um, I'm the only one at the table that is not a drinker and they were all talking about their new favorite drinks and there's apparently a new bar in town that that's all they do are these super fancy schmancy drinks it's a small place and it's opened up and it's really it's meant to be over the top i can't think of the quote it's like called craft right cocktail kind of world yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah. and 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 the, and the the delivery the the glasses they come in and steam coming off of them and all the rest of the stuff smoke set yeah, yeah yeah and they and so everybody around the table was talking about their favorite new drink and they're all talking about this stuff that made me just want to throw up in my mouth <laughs> that's how i am too yeah peanut butter <laughs> peanut butter flavored vodka yeah, yeah. we disgusting. were talking about this yesterday right. it was horrible peanut butter flavored vodka I mean, that's particular well, flavor I'm not into, yeah, but I love a crack co- craft cocktail. Okay, all right. I just I, just I don't, don't eat don't peanut butter in there, but and I don't either. Ending, <laughs> ending, do you like the, peanut butter? Uh, actually, technically, yes, but I, I don't do need it. I don't need my vodka flavor. Ending the dude, yeah, the, vodka the, flavored vodka, that's the drug thing and the duh thing. Here, a pharma firm is settling. Pharma Bro, which is literally what they used to call him. Oh, Martin Shkreli. Martin Shkreli is going to pay up to $40 million to settle allegations that it jacked up the price of the life-saving medication by 4,000%. This is the stuff that uh, uh, was for people with uh, AIDS. AIDS. And uh, it's called Daraprim, I think is what the the, the shelf name is. Mm But as soon as they got the exclusive right to the drug, the FTC, that gave them 13 years to make their money back up mm-hmm. for all the research and development they did so there can't be any control over the price of that drug. And the price of the drug went up 4,000%, which means that now everybody's Medicare cost is going to go up because of the people that have to have this drug and it's the same thing for the Alzheimer's drug too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The $45,000 a year Alzheimer drug that everybody is saying is going to be a miracle drug, same thing. Medicare is going to have to make that cost up somewhere because that's what they have to pay mm-hmm. the pharmaceutical companies and so average Medicare recipients are going to see their monthly payment skyrocket for a drug that they probably will never use or could afford. It's a really interesting thing because um, I think it's a really good argument for uh, a reform of patent law uh, because when you can, or I'm not sure this falls under patent or if it falls under copyright, but when you can have a property like a chemical compound for a drug and you can have exclusivity over that for a period of 10 years, not only is that A, anti-competitive and and anti-free market, it's also B, harmful to the general populace because programs like Medicaid, Medicare, and just general private insurance now have to pay exorbitant amounts of money for something that's not actually worth that amount. Um, So if it was a period of, say, one year, now granted the pharmaceutical companies wouldn't make as much money, but they'd still make a hell of a lot of money. If it was a period of one year, this wouldn't be a problem. In the pharmaceutical world, many of those patents, or whatever the terminology exactly is, often are 20 years. Yes. Here we go. Um, It's insane. The the one I was talking about is called Atahelm. 
$56,000 a year if you get a prescription for Adahelm. And That's outrageous. I, I, I can just and that this is this is the Democrats have set their own trap on this one. Yeah, uh, the bill doesn't allow Medicare to negotiate over newly launched drugs, providing a window for drug makers to recoup investments in research and development. Biologics such as Adahelm get 13 years of protection, so seniors soon will be paying much higher premiums. So Medicare can set aside a contingency fund to cover that cost but we're worried about everybody's lives and we have a vaccine for the flu that we're going to make that you nobody, take. nobody's going to take we're going to make no we're going to we're going to make you take this vaccine because we're worried about your life actually no we're not yeah no, that's just it <laughs> it's not about caring about other <laughs> the people same, at all. the same people who refuse to get the vaccine will be standing in line to pay fifty six thousand dollars for at if it's somebody in their family that's been affected it, it it's again Politics does not lead to intelligent decisions and intelligent decision making. It's just a popularity contest. And when you have liars and backstabbers and connivers and snakes in charge of your political world and idiots who will follow them like sheeple, which is where we are in America today, you're going to end up with situations like we got. It's a political entertainment complex. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What are you doing? got a lot of what are you doing today? I got a couple. I saw you reaching. Why don't you go first? This Sunday is the Shebop holiday market from right. 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Chattanooga Whiskey Event Hall. We all know what that which means. Which is 890 no. Riverfront Parkway. It's free. Uh, it's a curated shopping event uh, with 25 plus vendors, a DJ, a photo op with Buddy the Elf, and more. Also, there is the Holiday Hop, also happening this Sunday from 1 to 6 between Aquarium Way and 3rd Street. It is also free. Uh, This downtown holiday event will feature live music, roller skating, fire dancers, holiday treats, craft vendors, and much, much more. What are you doing? What are you doing? That is the... Uh, time where we basically take a look at uh, the community calendar here, the Metropolitan Bells, mm-hmm. an advanced community handbell ensemble. I like handbells. Actually opens up at season tonight, uh, but then it will move from there uh, next Tuesday at Brainerd Baptist Church, mm-hmm. and then after that on December 16th at Christ United Methodist. I actually do too. Yeah, both of my kids did it in I, elementary I, school. I, actually, I loved no, it. I enjoy the sound of, yeah, of, of handbells. Christmas at the courthouse. I hey, guess check this. Christmas out. at the courthouse. Christmas at the courthouse this just year. Just got done paying my fees, and it's a merry Christmas. Hey, <laughs> they completely eradicated Christmas at the courthouse. There's only going to be one. What do you one. mean? One. You know, they they normally do it for like eight weeks, and they do one a week. I've never heard of this. Or one a day for weeks and weeks and weeks during the holidays. And they have different groups that go down there and perform at the courthouse hmm. every day at noon. I didn't know that. And because of COVID this year. It has been turned into a one-time thing, single performance. <laughs> I'm just picturing you're like in the courtroom and you and a $75,000 fine for Mr. Stroud, and you hear out, we wish you yeah, a Merry Christmas. Yeah, that's kind of the way it is. And, and oh, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Uh, it's the Chattanooga High School <laughs> Center for Creative Arts. It's going to be Friday. They do it at the second floor rotunda at the Hamilton County Courthouse at 12:15. And, yeah, when they first started doing it, Sheriff um, – 
It wasn't. It was John Cup. Sheriff John Cup was in charge. Good heavens. And remember, remember D.Y., Dewana Young, who came yeah. in here yep. and filled in for you that day? We love her. D.Y. and I were out there because this was the first <laughs> time they'd done this. This was a new idea, right? So this is back when we still had a county commission and a city commission, mm-hmm. and we didn't have a county mayor. We had a county executive. Yeah. And uh, But it was a big deal. So all the media out there. And Sheriff Cup got up and he introduced it and he welcomed everybody and said Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and a really good quasi to all <laughs> wow. of you. And, and he, <laughs> oh he, my he, goodness. He said it not once, not twice, but three times. Quasi. He, mis- he mispronounced the new tradition right. Kwanzaa of Kwanzaa and called it quasi. And yeah. nobody ever corrected him. And uh, and again, that was when everybody was thinking that Quasi was supposed to actually replace Christmas. Oh right, that had right. nothing to do with Christmas, really. Nothing whatsoever. Just a community, you know, thing that uh, was a, an American-made creation. John so, Cup was kind of a good old boy. I you know? will never forget. He was that. a good old boy. I, I remember him. I, he arrested me when I was seventeen <laughs> at Riverbend. Never, for, never forget that happy Quasi. A happy Quasi. Public drunkenness. James Gregory will be at the Comedy Catch for the next couple of days and holiday lights at the zoo at the chattanooga zoo is going on too so there you go also this is an important one the the tennessee american red cross is hosting two blood drives one on the 21st of december and one on the 30th both take place from 10 to 3 and all who come to give blood um december 17th through january 2nd will receive an exclusive Red Cross long sleeve t-shirt while supplies last. And the community calendar, what are you doing segment is brought to you by the good folks at Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman handles the money that my wife and I have invested. We certainly trust him. 710-9199, 710-9199. And Gary and Ty do their own podcast. And uh, again, thanks to Chatter Magazine for including us in their list of local podcasts to check out. You have Clint Powell's, uh, you know, during the break in mm-hmm. there. You have Day the fire. people of Chattanooga. You had the Day Fire. And you got Garen Tides as well. And you got the, yeah, 9 what You got the Watt Podcast. Chattanooga Civics. Separate right up on the Watt Podcast. Yeah. All right. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind, featuring the voice of the city's morning commute for three decades me jeff styles with a y the communicator jen lambert pimp jen as she's known and russell stroud russell the love muscle and brian stone and right now we turn it over to the pimp it's the pimp's corner and she can do with it whatever she wants to well jeff since you have uh, already taken away my scott peterson uh rant i'm not going to do that one i am going to say that uh i drive past Channel 3 WRCB headquarters every morning have done so ever since I've lived in Chattanooga and noticed just this morning that they had a beautiful new paint job. The building is gorgeous now. Have you hmm. guys know? Jeff, I was just up have there. Have you noticed this? No. It's painted a very dark gray, maybe even black. I tend to look at and my feet from when I'm the driving. highway, it looks beautiful. Like they've really done an incredible job. So Congrats to WRCB. Nice job. The uh, Children's Hospital at Erlanger recently won a second Leapfrog Top Hospital Award. Hmm. The Children's Hospital was among a total of 149 hospitals nationwide that were uh, selected as top hospitals out of out of 2,200 hospitals that were considered um, and also received a top children's 
uh, distinction. So that's fantastic. Congratulations. That comes from the Chattanoogan.com. Um, and we, all all, right. we, we want to work with Chattanoogan.com and the Times we Free really Press. Do. And all the other podcastinators here yeah. in town. Um, our, our mortal enemy, you know, just like, you know, mongooses and, and, and cobras, uh, <laughs> ours is, is the traditional morning radio show, the drive-in show and TV morning shows. They're the ones that are guilty of wasting your time and repeating themselves over and over and over again and being so self-congratulatory. We got no problem with the paper or the online newspaper or the other podcasters in our area. So I'm going to get Russell or maybe Brian to help me with this one. This is the Juicy Smollett. Is that how you pronounce his last <laughs> Jesse name? Jesse Smollett, yeah. Jesse, Small, Jesse Smollett. Yeah. Jury is now in deliberations. Mm -hmm. There's no verdict yet. There may be, though, by the time you are listening to this podcast. Um, the closing arguments took five hours, and he accused people of... He's been accused of faking his own racist homophobic attacks for uh, publicity. Right. Can I go ahead and say right Please. now, he's guilty. It does appear yeah, that he's he, completely he's guilty. guilty. He's, he's I think guilty, so too. Yeah, 100%. I, it seems pretty clear to me. Such a weird story. I, I haven't it followed it close enough because it was, like, it, was the, it was totally he, unnecessary. The show was super popular. He was being, Empire, writ right? he was yeah, being Empire. written out of the show. He was losing his spot on the show. So that's why? That's why yeah. he got That's desperate. the case, and yes. then I guess that brings at least a level of <laughs> yeah. understanding was, yes. to what the, the grievances might have been. But. Tracy Morgan on, <laughs> on Fallon's show talked about it, and Tracy Morgan thinks he's lying, too. Yeah. And Tracy Morgan go, goes, people aren't racist during a winter storm. Right. They stay inside. <laughs> he, goes, he says, racists don't watch Empire. They don't know who Jesse Smollett even is. Yes, just take this noose and go out walking around through the snow looking yeah. for somebody. Yeah, I just assumed his name was like French. It was Smollett or something. Yeah, I, I, that's, I, don't, that's, I don't. I don't know. Well, when Dave Chappelle did this his guy's bit, a psychopath. Dave Chappelle, though. yeah, did a bit about it. He that called was him, very, very funny. He called him Juicy Smollett. Yeah, the French oh, actor. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I have one last thing, and this to me is just sickening. But um, in the world today, it's probably a smart thing to do. A dad has. Uh, this is in. A dad has basically created bulletproof vests for his children to wear to school. Uh, this is a kid, a, a family in Arizona. Um, his father's a fire captain, and he's created these these vests because you can never be too careful. Uh, the mother is the what is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah, mother is the invention of necessity. <laughs> um, all right, well, thank you very much, uh, Pim Jen. And uh, her corner is brought to you by the Intentional Living Project, the Intentional Living Project.com. Bruce Dodd had uh, got that new podcast. You need to be listening to that one as well. Everybody, everybody has figured out that podcasts are the way to go now. Yes. We started this, I mean, just a little over three months ago, mm -hmm. and our timing could not have been better. All right, Russell the Love Muscle has a little time to flex here. Very, very short. I'll be quick. Uh, do you have a thing to read? Uh, yeah. Brought to you by People's Home Equity. Don't start your search for a new home until you're pre-approved, and that'll save you time, money, stress, and worry. And if you want to get pre-approved, you go to People's Home Equity and talk to Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass, 591-9801-chatmortgage.com, two Ts. Thank you very much. It's going to be short and sweet. Uh, 2022 is going to be the year we get to see how a planned economy handles a collapse of a major institution. 
the Chinese development firm Evergrande, we've actually talked about this before, we were some of the first to talk about this actually, <laughs> has officially defaulted <laughs> on its debt, as has Kaiza, another development firm. The Fitch credit agency announced both companies are in a restricted default. Evergrande is officially now the world's most indebted developer. Its stocks in the Shanghai Stock Exchange were frozen as a massive restructuring now has to take place in order to pay off its $19.2 billion in debt. This hurts both Evergrande and the banks which it borrowed from. The Bank of China Governor Yi Gong said that the state will not intervene in the crisis and that it should be handled in a market fashion. This will actually greatly anger offshore bondholders as they're likely to expect to be repaid with money given by the government. King Street Capital, a U.S. firm based in New York, holds roughly $5 billion in bonds from Evergrande, so that's going to hurt them greatly. Uh, the collapse of the Chinese housing market could be imminent. There's been stories for 10 years of apartment buildings that were built by companies like Evergrande that are just empty. Just giant cities built of apartment buildings that are empty. It's wacky stuff, but that's what people do in markets that are... Uh, held up and propped up by these bonds because you have to prove you're doing something with the money. You don't just sit there on profits. You use them for something. And so people will give them money to build these apartment buildings. They build them and they say, hands off. It's crazy stuff. Uh, but this is going to lead to economic disaster potentially in China, which could see a ripple effect over here as well. So not saying it's the end of the world or anything like that, but keep your eyes on this situation because it is going to be potentially disastrous. That's all I got. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now, we're so short on time. We are. Uh, we're going to go ahead and just kind of skip through a couple of these segments today. They weren't standout, uh, with the exception of the story. And I'll touch on that. Mountains looking at each other is what we would normally be doing uh, here in just a little bit. But we're going to just touch on that with the song at the end of the show. Remember at the beginning of the show, I said we were going to play a full song. Well, this song is called Mercy Now. It was written by Mary Gaucher, and it's being performed here uh, at the end of this particular show today, the Chattanooga Driving Show, by a guy named Mike Ferris, who just did two shows here in town last weekend. He used to be with the Screaming Cheetah Wheelies, and he found God, found religion after his own struggle with addiction. And so we're going to play that in its entirety. So we're, we're kind of twisting the knobs, and we're adjusting again. We started off... They're doing this thing with two songs. We wanted it to be very much like a morning radio show. We thought we'd give you a little musical interlude, you know. If you didn't like it, you could just fast forward through it. If you mm -hmm. really liked it, you'd go back and let's do it again. Then we discovered that there were issues with BMI ASCAP since we're not a radio station. So we had to pick out music that was inoffensive and didn't cause trouble. But we've kind of figured out that if we do it at the end of the show, Maybe. the worst that they can do is just fade the music out and the show would be over just a little sooner than it would normally be. So yeah, let me just get a plug in. It would be more of an in. abrupt, you know, yeah, silence. It, it, it will be, but I mean, the thing is, it's worth we giving it a shot. We hope that doesn't happen. It's, and and I'm, I'm not going to just be playing a song to be playing a song. It will be attached to something topical and it will be musically excellent. I'm not going to be throwing anything your way that's going to be crap. I mean, we've been compiling the world's most excellent jukebox now yep. for several weeks, and you can't believe what a compilation 
of great music it is. So thank you to RC2 Realty Solutions, Robin Ring and RC2 Realty Solutions. Thank you to the Tennessee American Water Company, Tennessee American Water Company, providing good, clean water for us in our neck of the woods since 1887. Thank you to those folks. And I will just say this, the story that I was going to kind of launch this from has to do with the Chattanooga City Council unanimously approving an updated ordinance to crack down on vandalism here in Mm -hmm. town. But the big concern among those who work with the homeless population is that it is going to land on them squarely where people who are true vandals who just go out and just make a mess to make a mess they're just going to be able to make a quick getaway, jump out, you know, tag something, get back in their car and leave. But the homeless people who are living under and near bridges who are trying to adapt the environment to make it more comfortable for them to live right. in frigid weather like we're dealing with right now, they will be adversely affected. So we'll talk more about that tomorrow. And the story that I have for you tomorrow is going to be really interesting. I've mentioned it before. If you stop every once in a while and read the historical markers on the side of the road around here, you'll learn so much more about your neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned the one down at the Suck Creek boat ramp, and I have it here, and I'm going to share that with you tomorrow. Tomorrow meaning Monday. Yeah, Monday, 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 Monday. And you will be stunned at just how simply they put just murderous behavior, just how nonchalantly they describe the massacre of people. The Civil War was a difficult time for everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the Chattanooga Drive-In Show. I think you'll find this song to be very uplifting. All right, well, I got a little uh, turned around here, so that's okay. You take your time. pull this up right now. Mike Ferris, Mercy Now is Yes, that is it, and he does a little introduction to it. Bringing this one to the world is called Mercy Now. My father could use a little mercy now. Of his labor falling right here on the ground. His work is almost over, but as soon he won't be around. I love my father.
you said. That's mercy. That's mercy. Could use a little mercy now. Nah. 